the Snack Size Marketing Podcast reveals methods to capture your audience quickly on social media. Discover how to use powerful micro content to make your message pop. Join us now as your host, Tanya Smith, shares some of the most important tips you'll ever need to stand out and get noticed. Hey guys, it's Tanya Smith of Tanya Smith Online, <clears throat> online.com, and also Snack Size Marketing. And I'm going to go ahead and apologize right now because I just left the soccer field and I have soccer mom voice. I've been yelling, so <laughs> do know that I have a little bit of tea here to make sure that I can uh, speak clearly and you can understand what I'm saying. But I am so excited because I'm going to talk about a topic that is a really interesting topic. Um, and it's actually interesting to me because I was asked this question a couple of times within the last month. And the question was, am I, Tanya, doing all the right things that I need to in order to make sure that my site, my website, is social media friendly? So let me just welcome you. I see a couple of viewers that are there, and I know some folks are going to be rolling in in just a second. Let me just wave to you and say hello. Hey, how you doing? There's Cindy Schulson, my buddy. How you doing, girl? Um, feel free to go ahead and put in the comments section where you're from if you'd like to do that. That would be awesome. I really do want to make this interactive, but my promise to you is to keep this under 20 minutes. So I'm going to do my best to do that and still give you some really practical advice that you can use. So if this is your first time ever listening or watching me, Hi, Cindy. If this is your first time ever joining us for Facebook Live or for any of our events, um, I will go ahead and let you know a little bit about what I do. So I actually work with entrepreneurs, typically coaches, consultants, and trainers in helping them to leverage short form content, which is what I call snack size content, to have social media marketing success. So that's it kind of in a nutshell. And a lot of what I talk about has to do with this short form content or micro content and how to best use that in your marketing strategy. But today we're going to do a little something that's related um, because, again, I was asked that question at least a couple of times within the past week about the idea of making sure that your website is optimized in such a way that it's going to make that you're going to make the social connections that you need to make. So I'm going to give you five tips, that's five, in the next 15 to 20 minutes at the most. And if you have questions, feel free to go ahead and put those into the comments section. Um, I understand that there's some new features that are being rolled out now through Facebook Live where you'll actually have an opportunity to like as you see things that you, or you hear things rather, and see things that you like. Um, so definitely look for and kind of play around with the different options that you're seeing on your screen because I'm not able to see everything you can see, and you're not able to see everything I can see. I'm still getting familiar with that. Meanwhile, let's talk about our topic, which is five ways to make sure that your website is social media friendly. This is the deal. So what I'm going to do a little bit um, differently tonight is I'm going to go ahead and talk you through some of these things, but I also want to do a short demo. So I'm going to actually share my screen with you in just a second to kind of give you a demonstration of what I'm talking about. If you have a pen and a notepad. I want you to write down these five things as we go through them. And the first one is to be social friendly, to make sure that your website, and specifically I'm going to talk about WordPress because that's what I know the most, and that many of you are probably using a WordPress site. 
So I'm going to talk about that in a few plugins and some other things that you can actually benefit from. But sharing buttons. So social sharing buttons is the first key that I would tell you or the first way that you can actually make sure your site, your website is socially optimized. It is prepared to intake and connect people through social media. So sharing buttons. And I'm going to demonstrate this for you in just a second, like I said. So what I'm doing is actually pulling up on my own screen, on my own blog, an actual post that you can see all of these different things in actions. So write down social sharing buttons first. Now I will tell you, I'll show you here. Let's do this real quick here. All right. So this is actually my website at tanyasmithonline.com. And you can kind of see that there's a blog post that I have up. And at the very top, what I have is a set of social sharing buttons. So this is what I'm talking about. Whenever you have a post, and specifically posts are going to be the most beneficial when you're using social sharing buttons. But when you have a post, you want to make it very easy for people to actually share that post with others. So what I like to do is to actually have a social sharing button service or app that allows me to post those buttons at the top and at the bottom as well so that they have multiple opportunities to actually share this page. Now some other people will actually do um, what they call a floating sidebar. So you'll see a sidebar here over on the left. And I used to do that, but I really like the look and feel and I seem to be getting a lot more shares. Now I said seem to be because what I want to tell you is that what's really a good idea for you to do is to make sure that you're experimenting a little bit. And so I'm going to share with app that you can use that was weird, right? One quick app that you can use to help you with social sharing buttons, particularly in WordPress. And the app that I actually use is called Easy Social Share Buttons. And the place that you're going to find this is on CodeCanyon.net. So at CodeCanyon.net, the reason why I like that particular service is because it gives you lots of different ways um, and it gives you a lot of flexibility and customization options. So let's say, for instance, the buttons that you just saw right then were different colors and they were based on the actual social profile. So you saw, for instance, blue for Facebook or you saw red for Pinterest, right? But what if you have a site where you want everything fully and completely branded to the colors of your own preference? So if your site is hot pink and you want every button to be hot pink, you have that option to be able to do that. Um, that particular service or uh, plugin also has a lot of different options for you to be able, for instance, to turn on um, sharing buttons right inside an image. So if you have images that are actually located in your post or on your page, you can actually set that service up to where it has a button within the image itself so that you're sharing the image and not just the text from the page. So that would be number one is to always have some type of social sharing buttons. There's lots of different ones out there. I'm going to give you my recommended ones, the recommended plugins that I use um, to make sure that we stay within our allotted snack size time. Okay. The second thing I would do, the second way to make sure that your website is social media friendly is to make sure that you <clears throat> set yourself up to where you have comments that are socially based. So social comments. Now, some of you may be familiar with different sites where you'll see a Facebook comments plugin, right? And what that does is it gives you a lot of ways to leverage Facebook because then people can actually sign in through their own Facebook account or if they're already signed in through Facebook, it's going to pop up with their picture and their image and they're 
information so they're not signing in to any other type of platform and they're simply commenting on your site and actually they have an option when they comment on your site for that same comment to then be shared to their Facebook feed which gives you even more visibility so I mean it's a great way to make sure that you're socially connecting with people inside and outside of your own website um, one of the apps that I use or the plugin that I use right now I actually have just been experimenting with this one I'm gonna give you the name of it and not switch over this time because you can use so many different ones another popular one I'll share with you really quickly is discuss that's D I S Q U S is what I'm saying discuss now the one thing I'll tell you is that there's people who either love or hate discuss for a couple of different reasons discuss is great if you want to make it simple for anyone to log in to place their comments and not be spammy right um, log in to place their comments without having to go through a different channel to log in meaning that they can log in if they choose through their Twitter account through their um, discuss account if they have one through their Facebook account through their Google Plus account so they have all these options but the challenge with using discuss with that plugin is that it is very uh, resource intensive meaning that it can seriously slow your site down so if you right now are kind of wondering why is my website so slow and you happen to have discuss the um, option that I would tell you or suggest to you to look into is something called discuss conditional load so that's a different plugin but it does the same thing it still adds the discuss feed to your post instead of doing that I actually use one called heat your I know it's kind of a weird spelling so I'm gonna give that to you it's H-E-A-T-E-O-R, social comments. And as before, you may remember that I will put the resources right here in the Facebook notes. So don't worry if you're missing this or not quite catching it. You can always come back and actually watch the video again, or you can look through the comments and I'll have the notes. And what I'm actually going to do is to turn this post, this video post that we're doing right now, our conversation into a full-blown blog post within the next 48 hours or so that will be up on my site with some more resources that you can actually benefit from talking about the five different ways to connect your website socially. So, Hedior Social Comments, like I said, is one of the next um or is the second thing or option that I would share with you let me just show you a little bit of how this looks now on this particular post you'll actually be able to see so I'm gonna switch you over again close up there we go okay so when you look at this particular social social, social comments app notice how it has default so I have WordPress turned on but I also have a Facebook option and I have a Google option. So this is a post that was recently shared. And if I, as the person who is reading this blog, want to decide that I'd like to sign in through Facebook or if I prefer to leave messages through Google+, then I have all of those social options. And once again, the benefit of doing this, as I mentioned earlier, not only is the comment left on your, your post, on your website but then it also transfers over into that per person's Google Plus feed so that others can see it it's more visible so these are other ways that you can actually get the word out about what's going on on your website if you're getting the picture here you're making that connection socially so that you're not only benefiting the person and making sure that they have easier ways to actually log in and leave that message but also it's giving you more opportunities to have eyeballs on your site so we talked about sharing buttons we talked about social comments so number three 
Number three would be like widgets. Now, what do I mean by that? Or boxes, okay? Um, if you have, for instance, Facebook, like right now, I'm on Facebook Live, right? So right now, if someone were to go to my website, on the sidebar of the site, you can actually see in that sidebar that I have a Facebook like box. So it's a box where people can see, hey, Tanya Smith Online has a web page or has a Facebook page, rather. Um, this is how many likes she has. Here's some of the people because it shows the little thumbnails, images of people that have liked her page. Um, and here's what she's talking about. And it actually has our Facebook Live up right now in that sidebar. So to get more examples so I don't keep switching back and forth, what you can actually do is to go to my website at tanyasmithonline.com and go to the blog. And in the blog, you'll see the sidebar where there's a widget both for Facebook and for Twitter. And you can do this for just about any of the social networks that you're using these days. I don't know for sure that LinkedIn actually has that type of box. I think instead what they have is a button, a little badge that you can use that says like us on LinkedIn or something to that effect. The reason why I really like the Facebook and the Twitter widgets is because they literally are showing as you're posting different um, content in your Twitter stream or as you're posting different content in your Facebook stream, it's showing on your site. So you have, again, you know, interconnected communication. Your content is being shared in both locations. So sharing buttons, social comments, and like widgets, right? We're almost out of time, so I got to get to these other two. But again, if you have questions, make sure you go ahead and put those in the comments because I don't want you to go without getting your question answered. Icons. Okay, so what I'm talking about when I say icons, which is our number four way of making sure that your website is socially connected or social media friendly, icons, you're usually going to see these little images or symbols that showcase that you have you know, you're you're on Twitter at such and such page, right? But it's not spelling out in words that you're on Twitter at twitter.com slash tweet Tanya Smith or whatever your Twitter ID is. Instead, it's just a little symbol, a little picture of the birdie, right? And the reason why that's important is because, again, you want to make it very simple for people to actually see, oh, here's where I need to connect with this person who I'm looking at their web page and, and finding out more information about them. Here's where they're frequently active and where I need to spend some time if I want to network with them on social. And so you might, for instance, have your Twitter symbol and then you might have your little Pinterest symbol and then you might have your little um, Facebook symbol. Now, here's the thing to be cautious about when you're doing that. What I've seen in some instances here recently as I've done different social media audits is I've seen people have this like long rainbow row <laughs> of social media icons. You don't want to do that and you don't need to do that. What you want to do is to choose those profiles where you tr truly are most active and engaged. So you don't want people clicking on that Twitter icon, that symbol, the little birdie, going to a Twitter profile where you're not even spending any time and the last time you posted was 2011. Because what that does is it chips away at your credibility, it chips away at your ability to be able to communicate and to connect with the person because they say, oh, well, the person wasn't even active since 2011. Uh, maybe they're not even really online. <laughs> Maybe they just have this website as kind of like a standing or a static business card, right? So only send them and only use icons on your page, on your website, that are representative of places where you truly are hanging out and spending time. You want to, if people are going to click on the LinkedIn icon, they need to see that you're actively engaged there. 
All right. And then tip number five is optimize your content. What did I have there? Oh, socially optimize your content. <laughs> okay, here's what I meant by this. I had to read my own writing and try to remember what I was saying or thinking here. But here's what I mean. As you're um, going through and you're actually, you know, creating your web post, your blog post on your website, and you're also creating different um Pages, okay, because there is a difference. So the posts are actually where you're, you know, putting in new new content that's regular and fresh, and maybe you're doing it once a week, or you're doing it, you know, every couple of days, or however frequently you're doing it. When you create a page, typically that is going to be more static. So for instance, let's say you create an about me page. Your about me page is not going to change every week. All right, sorry about that. That is your bio, and that is basically how you are going to. Um, showcase who you are, what you do, what your experience is, etc. So that's not going to change. You've got to leave that as it is. But what I meant by optimizing your content is to make sure that you are so Oh, that's okay. You can watch the replay. You know we're we're going to be here. So thank you for that for that note. Um anybody who's coming in a little bit late, please know that this will be out here on Facebook Live. And again, I'm also going to convert this into a longer blog post with some additional resources for you. But meanwhile, in terms of optimizing your content and making sure that it is socially friendly, what that means is you want to make sure so as you create that post that you create something called a featured image. So in the back end, and I have to show you this when I think because I want to make sure that you see exactly what I'm talking about. You know how you save or you 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 get ready to share a link to Twitter or to Facebook about a particular blog post that's on your site? Well, you want to make sure that the wording that pops up is exactly what you want it to pop up as because it's not going to showcase your entire blog post of 500 plus words. It's only going to showcase maybe a couple of lines. You want those lines to be powerful and you want them to show exactly what you want them to show in the social post. But you also want to have a really neat and um, social friendly image. So let me show you an example of this. And this will be our last demo real quick here. Let's go there. All right. So I'm in the back end of this post that I was just showing you, this blog post, right? So in the back end of that post, notice right there where it says featured image. You want to make sure you have an image there so that when someone actually shares and when you share your own blog post, what's pulling up is the nice beautiful professional quality image that represents the post that you're trying to share right so you want to optimize your content to make sure that it is social friendly so let's go back over the five real quick and then I'm gonna answer any questions you may have and Felicia I'm sorry you're having transmission issues girl but come back and watch it and definitely if you guys are liking what you're seeing please give me a thumbs up and let me know that you are loving it because I want to know if this is hitting the mark for you and if this is going to give you something of value that you can use that's my goal when I come on these calls and on these videos is to make sure that you have some takeaways that you can practically use and apply to your business and to whatever you're doing in terms of your online marketing so sharing buttons is number one number two is social friendly comments like using discuss or that heat your social comments which I just recently found I'm still kinda of playing around with that um, the sharing buttons that I use are easy social share buttons um, find the like widget so if you go on the Facebook developers page or just type in the Google Facebook like box you should be able to pull up the information on how to actually get that installed on your site in your sidebar and same thing for Twitter 
And Google Plus has kind of a, a neat one, but if you're not really frequenting Google Plus, there's no need to have that in the, your sidebar because remember, with the next one, which was number four, icons to sites that you're engaged with, the tip there was to make sure you're only listing and including social connections and social um, properties that you're really paying attention to, that you're actually active with, right? And then finally, we said socially optimize your content. So we want to make sure that whatever is showing up on your blog, post as you're sharing that that it is sharing exactly what you want it to share the text that you want it to share is being picked up and the images are being picked up as well so there are lots of really great plugins out there that can help you with that um, and there is a service called CoSchedule which I really love because CoSchedule allows you to be able to um, Connect to your blog post in WordPress. We're talking specifically WordPress, but it allows you to do that. And you can literally go in and schedule out what type of posts are going to be um, shared and tell it exactly what image and what text you want that post to to display. So love that. In fact, CoSchedule, from what I understand, just recently added a brand new feature. And that brand new feature, oh, is the ability to post at the best possible times for you and your audience. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right. So that's our top five and we got them done. And I hope that you enjoyed these tips and I hope that you're going to practically use them. And if you have any questions, I don't see them yet. But you know what? Even if you're not live and you're watching this as a replay, just put your questions in the comments section or message me. I always respond. You can ask anyone. I'll always respond. So the next thing I want you to do is to make sure you subscribe so that you never miss a Facebook Live post. And then I also want you to leave a comment and a like and share this video with someone else that can use it. I really have enjoyed being with you. I'm going to go now and find out what the score was to that game that I left to come here with soccer hair and soccer voice. <laughs> um, but I really, again, always enjoy being with you and hope to see you next week. My name again is Tanya Smith, and you can find all of my good stuff at tanyasmithonline.com. And remember, we always teach you to never think small, but always think snack size. That's right, snack size marketing. Take care and have a good night, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Snack Size Marketing Podcast with your host, Tanya Smith. We'll catch you next time.